Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I am Cody Willard and today we are talking about the top five causes of all these bubbles. Let's break down exactly how big the, the manipulation of the current governmental bond prices, treasury prices, stock market, real estate, all of these financial assets are being artificially manipulated and that is causing these crazy bubbles that we see throughout our economy and society. So here we go with the top five causes of those bubbles. Number one, zero percent interest rates. That's zero percent interest rates. Look, after the great Y2K stock market bubble popped in 2001 and 2000, I don't know, 2001 through 2005 or so, analysts used to fillet former Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan, little Alan Greenspan, for having caused that bubble, that Y2K bubble, with his dovish approach to interest rates. This guy kept interest rates artificially under historically normal levels, eventually taking them all the way to an unprecedented 1% interest rate level that the Federal Reserve was charging banks to borrow money. They, he did all that he went all the way down to 1% as the calendar flipped to the new millennium. That is 1999. 2000, he started raising rates. For the last five years, guys, every developed nation on this planet has been keeping rates near, yes, 1% or even lower. And with interest rates being the, mostly being the reflection of the cost of borrowing money for huge corporations and banks, and with the cost of borrowing money for huge corporations and banks being artificially manipulated below the fair value, there has been trillions, there have been trillions of dollars borrowed to finance share buybacks, dividends, and other financial engineering mechanisms. Point number two causing all these bubbles, QE. From Wikipedia, the definition of QE, quantitative easing, is, quote, a central bank implements quantitative easing by buying specified amounts of financial assets from commercial banks and other private institutions, thus raising the prices of those financial assets and lowering their yield while simultaneously increasing the monetary base. Look, let's break that down to plain English. Think about what QE truly means then for a moment. QE sends a set amount of money to giant, too big to fail banks each month in exchange for some sort of, quote, financial asset, end quote, that might or might not be worth whatever the taxpayer is being forced to pay for it as the Federal Reserve buys it from those too big to fail banks that you also sent trillions of dollars of outright welfare to in the last five years via bailouts. So, can you imagine running a business knowing that each and every month you will be able to unload your worst inventory for above market prices? That's what QE is for the too big to fail banks and trickle down to some of the largest corporations in the world. It doesn't trickle down to help create jobs. Obviously, here we are in year five or year four of this supposed recovery, and job market is still brutal. That being said, the job market has caught traction of late, and that is also probably going to help fuel a further inflating of these ongoing bubbles 
and financial assets. Number three cause of all these bubbles is stimulus. Look, back in 2008, Bush and the Republican side of the Republican-Democrat regime created an economic stimulus package that included sending a check of a couple hundred bucks each to people who were not in the top 5% of income earners. In 2009, the very next year, the Republicans went back to pretending that they are all anti-stimulus as Obama and the Democrat side of the Republican-Democrat regime created a, quote, economic stimulus package of their own, end quote. 99% of the stimulus bills that are passed, let's round that up, 100% of the stimulus bills and laws that are passed are simply tools for giant corporations to profiteer on taxpayer largesse and your children's tax-paying largesse. Point number four, causing all these bubbles, simply tax policies. We have a 100,000-plus page tax code full of obsequious and convoluted laws that are not uniformly applied. Every new subsidy, tax break, and or law that's proposed and passed in any of the states or the nation's capitals around the developed world is done so because some corporation will directly benefit with larger profits. I recently had a Democrat state lobbyist in New Mexico tell me that, quote, unless the potential client has tens of millions of dollars at their disposal, end quote, he wouldn't be interested in lobbying for them. He considers himself a liberal, by the way. Hmm. Anyway, nobody, not in the Republican Party, nobody in the Democrat Party, nobody lobbying those two parties, that single regime as I look at it, nobody is lobbying for the benefit of the public good these days. So don't ever believe their hype. Point number five causing all these bubbles around us, simply new laws. With each new giant governmental spending program that has come out in the last five years, including the aforementioned bond manipulation programs, the Dodd-Frank banking system, and Obamacare, you name it, they are all spending more taxpayer money that could have and would have gone into something more efficient and productive for our economy and society. These laws all of them, the governmental spending programs, the stimulus, the bond manipulation programs, Dodd and Frank bill, the Obamacare, they were all written by corporate attorneys, accountants, and lobbyists. And they are all licenses to steal taxpayer money. If we really wanted, say, universal health care, like Obamacare was supposed to provide, if we wanted to provide universal health care to our nation's people, we could pay the health care providers directly. Why does a health insurance company even exist at all if the government is the one writing the check anyway? I'll tell you why. It's to profiteer on ta taxpayer largesse. The entire Democrat and Republican system is captured by these giant corporations. Finally, guys, these manipulations don't happen in a vacuum, of course. Every dollar that is lent out at below the natural rate, every dollar that's pulled forward from future spending out of your children's and grandchildren's tax-paying pockets 
is another dollar that won't go to where the marketplace would have found reasonable risk and return. That's why these artificial manipulations creating all these long-term malinvestments and bubbles is so destructive to our economy and society over the long term. And more to the vacuum point, for the near and mid-term time frame, we are in an outright global currency and corporate economic world war, as I've mentioned before on these podcasts, and as I write about on tradingwithcody.com and on marketwatch.com, and of course on Scudify, on our apps, etc. I wrote about this today, all day on Scudify. Download the apps for your iPhone, your iPad, or your Android device. We've got the best financial stock market apps on the planet anyway, and you can get some great education and lessons there. At any rate, guys, every government around the world in every developed nation, from China to the U.S. to to the EU to Brazil to Russia, are actively mimicking the U.S. approach of artificially manipulating policies, uh, of manipulating financial asset prices and yields through their policies and programs. And this escalating global economic world war is perhaps actually the sixth bullet point, the sixth cause of all these bubbles that we should add to our list. Most citizens of the world are being even more oppressed by even more damaging policies, which continues to lead them to try to put their money in U.S.-based securities and assets. And that is good for our own stock market and the economy for the near term. But when I positioned for us all, positioned us as well as having written and talked about all these ongoing bubble-blowing bull markets and asset inflations we see that we're going through right now, all of these factors are a large part of my analysis. Now, the flip side of the bubble-blowing bull market good times will be something <laughs> very ugly, frankly. But we are not to that flip side yet. These policies are still going strong, and I actually expect they will probably continue for at least the next couple or few years, and this ongoing bubble-blowing bull market it probably continues apace during that time frame. It'll, I, you'd expect the markets to turn down and start to crash before the economy ever does, but we will see some signs, and we will want to continue to reduce our exposure to the stock market as it continues to bubble up. Bonds are in big trouble over the next 10 years, I'll tell you that much. There are just too many trillions of dollars worth of artificial manipulation of currency and rates and financial assets that have been going on for the last five years or so to think that there's any semblance of normal price discovery going on in the bond or stocks or real estate stock markets around the world and here in the U.S. And that, my friends, is another episode of Cody Underground. Peace.